partakes of a cool kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information. Welcome to Hot Takes of a Cold Kid. I'm your host, Frankie Tees. We have two more episodes to review of how to become a cult leader. And let me start by playing their promo. Unconditional love. Endless devotion. By offering the right package, you can control people's minds and close them off to everything else. All of us end up in times in our lives where we are feeling a little bit lost, a little bit vulnerable. A good cult leader will come in and say, I've got just the thing. An elusive promise is a surefire method for hooking people in. You can say anything as long as it's for the church's purposes. You're now so programmed to so easily accept death. There are alternatives. To lead a spiritual movement, you have to show perfection in action. It's very important to convince people there is something sacred about you. Cult leaders adopt whatever stance can be effective for them. Mass weddings, drugs, plastic surgery, weapons to fight evil. You need people to think that you mean well. You can't have them feel manipulated. Manson said if they're completely helpless, they're of no use. The number of followers is like money in the bank. The more you have, the more power you have. I think about those 900 people following this evil man to the point of no return. If these groups were advertising what they're really about, nobody would join. In episode four, narrator Peter Dinklage approaches the deadliest cult on USA soil. Heaven's Gate, glad to see one of the commentators to move the story along, was none other than Dr. Yanya Lalish of lalishcenter.org, who was helping families at the time attempt contact in the closed-in group and consoling them when it went so wrong. Peter Dinklage, the narrator, begins with sketch drawings of Marshall Applewhite, whose life was traditional and religious, a father, preacher, and all. He was a music director and performer. When he met Bonnie, who did astrology and believed in New Age ideas, they clicked. The idea that Applewhite now called Doe and Bonnie Nettles now called Tea settled on is eternal life. They must get to the end of the galaxy on a spaceship. Doctrine was Christianity, New Age mysticism, and science fiction, UFO, and space. They were working on their delivery, but it wasn't popular. They recruited only one person in 1974. In 1975, they changed their message to include the next level concept. This was at a meeting in San Fernando Valley, California, someone's house. To get to the next level and the aliens, you have to follow our leadership, they would say. They recruited four dozen people with that rhetoric. It was a hit. But getting to the next level would be difficult. In episode 4, it's revealed that to obtain mysteries of the universe, you must demand perfection, set up and enforce rigorous rules, create shame systems to rule them, and promise eternity. These are the rules to perfecting your body, which will be shed to the next level. Wait, I found a hole in the doctrine already. If they're going to shed the body, why is physical perfection needed? Gotcha. Tian Do used the butterfly metaphor. Give up everything. 
They lived at a campground in Wyoming. Shaved heads, fasting, astrology lessons, tap tuning forks on their head to attune themselves to certain vibrations. Sex was bad. There's to be no sexuality, no sexual desires. That's one of the human form and of desire of the human form. Celibacy was enforced via castration. Closer to perfection showed loyalty to their space leaders. The competition was fierce. The house of cards built by the cult leaders cannot stand a gust of wind, so there can be no doubt or critical thinking allowed. Catchy stop signs create an echo chamber of Heaven's Gate language, replacing everything. Food was fuel. Body was the vehicle. Sex organs were plumbing, a created inside language that they all stuck to. When Bonnie died, a crossroads was presented for Applewhite. He had to lead alone. He regrouped the narrative. He came out swinging in an excuse of T's untimely death of some sort that we may need to lay down the body at some point. The narrator points out that the cult leaders, according to his playbook, must make coarse corrections. A group marriage was a decisive way for Doe to recommit and demand commitment from his flock. The next level would be accessed on a spaceship as told by a current member Sawyer on this documentary episode for Who Still Believes. Doe used world events as apocalyptic signs, as cult leaders often do. And finally, the comet Hale-Bopp. An astronomer goes on the news to say the government is censoring information about the comet. Doe ran with the story. The astronomer's claims were later debunked. Time to go, said the narrator, and he calls this creating a tight deadline. Dinklage delivers this with perfect sarcasm. Doe has all the pair of followers film goodbye videos on the property. Applewhite then issues a press release entitled Heaven's Gate Away Team Return to Level Above Human in Distant Space. Applewhite used a book for the terminally ill who want to commit suicide compassionately. Notes saying, Hasta la Vista, baby, were found among the 39 bodies. Matching Nike shoes were all brand new on all members, famously. A cape was laying over the body. March 22 through March 24, there were 39 suicides by drugged pudding. There was a bag over each one's head. The episode ends with Sawyer, the member they left behind to do his press duties here on Earth, saying, I believe they're on spacecrafts now. As we conclude, the show shows clips of mocking jokes told on SNL News and Tonight Show. The world had a lot of poking to do because they would never join a doomsday cult, right? I believe this story, which happened right in everyone's faces throughout the United States and quite prominently later throughout California, until the very end, it should be a wake-up call of much more magnitude than it is. A lot of people heard Applewhite, which is covered in Dr. Lalish's book, Bounded Choice, talking about, quote, we're not going to kill ourselves right before the end. And then that's exactly what they did. What's the saying by Maya Angelou? When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Well, Bonnie and Marshall held press releases all along the way. Press covered all that went on with them. People were concerned and yet the 39 lives did get tossed away. 
for the doomsday prediction. To state the obvious, we've got to stop extremists from preying on weakened individuals. Keep critical thinking. Hot takes of a cult kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information.